This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners, and welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's Hand Cell is one of those sort of, quote, unrecommendable books. I don't know when I'm ever going to get a question that's going to allow me to recommend this. So we're going to talk about it here because that's what The Hand Cell is now. (laughs) And that is Intimacies by Katie Kitamura. Before we get into this really fascinating, great, but also hard to encapsulate read. Let us hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Avid Reader Press. So this next book is a really fun sounding mashup of different genres. There's a little time travel, a little romance, a little spy thriller action going on. So in the near future, a civil servant is offered the salary of her dreams and is shortly afterward told what project she'll be working on. A recently established government ministry is gathering quote unquote expats from across history to establish whether time travel is feasible for the body, but also for the fabric of space time. This is an exquisitely original and feverishly fun fusion of genres and ideas. The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley asks, what does it mean to defy history when history is living in your house? Colleen Bradley's answer is a blazing, unforgettable testament to what we owe each other in a changing world. It kind of gives Outlander meets Cloud Atlas or If the Time Traveler's Rife was written by Sally Rooney or Colson Whitehead. Make sure to check out The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley. And thanks again to Avid Reader Press for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Bloom Books. Diana Dixon has a busy summer and no time for tall, gorgeous hockey player Shane's shenanigans. Because you know what? If they shenan once, they'll shenan again. So she thinks she knows exactly who he is when he moves into her apartment building. But turns out Shane's sick of hookups and tired of being on the rebound after his long-term girlfriend called it quits. But when his ex comes back into the picture, he needs a plan. And who better to play his new girlfriend than his sassy new neighbor? So a fake relationship might be perfect for Diana's own ex issues, but Diana is used to living by the rules. Will she learn that when it comes to love, rules are meant to be broken? Make sure to check out The Dixon Rule by L. Kennedy. L. Kennedy is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author with over a million copies of her books sold. So this is going to be another banger, y'all. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Bloom Books for sponsoring this episode. All right. So this is a book about an interpreter who has started working at The Hague. She's like, you know, lived in New York, wasn't super into that. So now she's trying to make her home abroad and like settle in, try to really like get a feel for uh, this new life and do the thing. And 
She's on a temporary contract, but it seems to be going well, and she thinks there's a good chance that it's going to be re-upped. Uh, she is having a relationship. I wouldn't like. I don't know if it's technically an affair. She's dating this man named Adrian, who is separated from his wife, but like not officially divorced, and you know is still sort of in communication with his wife. He's got kids, and things are hashtag complicated. And then she's got this friend, Yana, who witnesses this seemingly random act of violence, and they all sort of become enmeshed in each other's lives. And then on top of it, she is asked to interpret for a former president accused of war crimes, which is like what The Hague does. And there's all of this stuff in here about how difficult it is to serve as an interpreter in these trials. And also parts of it that I just never thought about, like, you know, how to, like, you have to faithfully translate things that may be lies, things that may be, you know, repugnant to you. You have to, like, sort of, like, turn off this part of your brain as you're doing this job, but you can't turn it off completely, and it has a huge impact on you personally. And so you're you're looking at that, what that experience is like. Um, but you're also looking at, you know, this relationship she's having and its ups and downs and then this like weird, complicated situation with her friend and these new people that they've met and how she's going to figure out, like, what does she want her life to be and who does she want to have in her life and how does she negotiate all of these different things? And there's not like a clear plot, right? Like there's no clear start and stop point. A lot of things are not necessarily resolved, and there's you're sort of left with more questions than answers. But I think that's very deliberate, and I think it works here. I think it's a really fascinating, like I almost want to call it like a set piece or a vignette. It's like a portrait. It's a portrait of this woman and what her life is like. And it is not a life that I will ever have or experience, right? Like these are not things that I'm going to do or places that I'm going to go, things I'm going to be able to do. And it's sort of amazing to be just like riding along, like sitting shotgun as she goes through these things. And there's some really deep like philosophical questions in here as well. And some really complicated feelings about like charisma and power and who are we compelled by and do we want to be compelled by those people and what does what is that situation like and you know this this uh man that she's translating for is like very much set out to sort of charm her in certain ways and like what that is like i mean it's just a really there's a lot of really uncomfortable moments in this book so many uncomfortable moments and then ones that you're like i don't know how i feel about this like because she doesn't know how she feels about it and where you're all just in this soup together And Katie Kitamura, like, this is what she excels at, is giving us these deep dives into the psyche of a person who's dealing with, you know, whether they're mundane issues or huge issues, like, just trying to navigate that stuff in these sort of quiet but also unsettling ways. Like, that is... Quite an unsettling, I think, are the two words that I've used most often in describing some of Kitamura's works, uh, including this one. So if that's an experience that you're looking for and also just like masterful writing, I mean, masterful writing, then you should pick this one up. It it did come out this year, so it's not that deep of a backlist. But again, I don't know when I'm going to get to talk about it in any depth. So here we are. Um, And again, that's Intimacies by Katie Kitamura.
Thank you so much for listening, as always. Big thanks also to our audio editor, Jen Zink, who cleans up so many flubs and coughs and sneezes and whatnot. Uh, You can find more recommendations, as always, at bookriot.com. You can also find more podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen. And in between shows, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we will talk Talk to you next time.